The Shamrock Show is brought to you by the law firm of Stephen Reck and Scott Camisar. Check them out at stephenreck.net. That's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-R-E-C-K.net. Scott is my guy. If you've been wronged, he'll make it right. Personal injury, medical malpractice, wrongful death, any kind of issue you got, Scott's legal mind will get you paid. Check them out online or on Facebook. Welcome to the Shamrock Show. Sit down, have a listen, and go fuck yourself. The Shamrock Show. Proudly hailing from Stepan, ladies and gentlemen, introducing James the Stepanum You got a good setup. Yeah, you like that, yeah. Very, very well, not quality. <laughs> I uh, I got the belts up there, but for our Bellator friends, I decided to cover them up with the tricycle pod. And I gave him a Bellator. I gave him a Bellator hat too, you know. <laughs> quality. <laughs> nice one, man. How are you doing? Any good? Yeah, I'm good, man. How about yourself? You got some sunshine out in uh, yeah. city, huh? A little bit because I can't really see. Probably a little better. Yeah, yeah. Is that good? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's good, man. You're looking jacked, bro. Looking jacked. Yeah. <laughs> good shoes on. Big these days. So it's getting good up work out here. So I'm just done. Literally just come back from training here. So I think we did about ten rounds this morning. Did you do two? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw uh, an interview with Tim Elliott the other day, um, yesterday, talking about how you were you were choking him out, man. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> he was, uh, yeah, Tim's the man. I swear to God, he's a beast. If there's one guy who uh, you can't keep down, it's him. So that well, is that. Well, he, he gave Demetrius Johnson a hell of a fight, man. So I mean, he's got to be he's got to be wiry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tim's a beast, how man, Gina. So I've been learning so much from both of them out here. It's kind of the, Timmy's got that kind of style where he kind of literally attack and then just rolls and scrambles and hits you from directions where you've never been hit before. And uh, it's quality getting rounds on these guys. And then Gina, Gina's a beast, man. She'll fucking, she'll punch you in the head, just burn. <laughs> She's strong and just, you know, she comes at it. She always comes for a scrap and, it's been great working with both of them, both of them and everyone else. You know what I mean? The Christ and the boys out here, it's high, high level. That's what's up, man. So uh, I rocked. Uh, I got a little Kansas City shirt for for yeah. you today, man. To be in, man. I got the the Kansas City. Um, how did you and James Krause lock up? How did you end up there? Uh, through uh, Tyler Minton. So yeah, so I brought Tyler in to uh, be a nutritionist uh, a few years ago, okay. and. That uh, we became like really good friends, and he's like kind of like a big brother kind of figure to me now. He's he's the guy who keeps me on the straight and narrow, as I would say. <laughs> uh, I imagine that's a tough job, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so he's kind of he's a few years older than me, and no more mature and stuff. So it's good that I've got someone like that now who can I can just be honest with, and he can be honest with me, and keeps me kind of straight. So uh, he he's been on about James for years, and that's who he trains under. And uh, always just, you got to go out, you got to go out. And then I just started like speaking to James, like messaging him back and forward or whatever. And he was like, just welcome anytime. And then just before Christmas there passed, I just bit the bullet and came out. It's a big move, man. That's like to, from Ireland, not even just to America. That's like, I've never been to fucking Kansas City. That's like America, man. You know, that's like, I picture cowboys and shit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's not far off. It depends. You get 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 both. You know what I mean? It's kind of 
you'd be floating in the gym. There's next minute, boys coming with cowboy bits and whatnot. It was pretty fun, different. And then uh, after Christmas, then I think I was like, trying to get focused and get get gunned down. And COVID was a big kind of part back home and stuff like that. And I think uh, just a lot of distractions kind of going on, and it was kind of like blowing up now back home and and that kind of thing. So I, I just needed to take my mind to a place that. I can just forget about everything and don't have any responsibilities, no nothing, nothing in my mind. There's nothing, nothing crossing my mind today other than fighting for a world championship. You know that's what I'm saying? Awesome, and that that that's what I did. So then when I came out then after Christmas, I was just at the John and stuff, and I was like, uh, just been around this, uh, just been around here. It's not good for my head at the minute. I'm young. I've got everything going for me and all this, and I, I don't want to be one of the kind of guys that he could have made something only he got distracted you know what i mean and that's kind of like my worst nightmare and uh i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not putting myself into that kind of position so then after it i just was like fuck this i'm gonna go somewhere where there's nothing going on just a solid gym bunch of killers good mindset focused in the i've only got one thing left to do and that's to go and do the damn thing yeah Yo, I think that's a great mindset because that woulda, shoulda, coulda stuff is the worst. You see guys through the years come out, you know, I've been there for eight years and like kid comes in, he's there for a year or two and he's like nasty. And then he gets caught up in a girl or a baby or just you get a job, you know, just, you, you know, you see like, man, that guy's going to look back at 35 thinking like, shit, man, I, I could, you know, I think it would be better well, not even, I think I know it's better. You can go out there, shoot your shot and just fall flat than to be like, what but the I'm hell? Doing, that's what I'm doing. Like put me a fucking heart on my sleeve and, and go out there and carry it high. You know what I mean? And and no matter what happens, I know I give it my all. And that's all I can do. I can't do any better than my all. You know what I mean? And, and that's what I do every time. Every time I go out there, I'm going, I'm going to make sure that I get myself into the best position mentally, physically, just go out there and put it on the line. Do you know what I mean? That's why I can speak and I can say whatever the fuck I want because I know that I've done everything to my best ability, to my best knowledge that I can do because then I can, I'm free then. Do you know what I mean? I'm freedom. It's a weight off my shoulders. There's no pressure. There's no nothing. And I can go up and tell someone blank and nine, go, I'm going to fuck you up, mate. That's what I believe. Do you know what I, mean? I, I have no stones left unturned and that's when people like uh, associate it with being cocky or like overconfident or whatever and it's like no it's just that's the feeling you get when you leave no stones unturned get committed and try it do you know what i mean try and leave no stones unturned and yeah. you'll see how confident you can be yeah well you know you're a fighter you're supposed to that, that's the mindset you're supposed to have man it's not like you're not going out to shoot hoop or something you know what i mean it's a, it's it's a it's a it's a fight you know it's uh you, every time i walk in there i have a talk with myself going i will die trying to do this like no problem you know what i mean i don't i don't want to die but i will if that's what it takes and that's yeah. that's like, i don't care i mean i'll happily die it's you know what i mean to just try and win and that's mm -hmm. the kind of you need to be in that kind of buzz and that kind of that kind of spirit and it's kind of like a come back to quote and connor is say he said the, the work's easy if you're 100 committed yeah if you're 100 committed then you've got nothing else to distract you so it's not that bad right you, know I mean, you, you put yourself in a position now where where you got that you know what i mean i, I uh imagine the the fanfare you can go to the store probably a little bit more undisturbed in kansas city than yeah. you can in Stravon. yeah yeah 100 it's just a 
I love that. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I love, I go do shit that I go out to. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the pros and cons, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? And I love it. And back home where I come from, back in Straban and all of the places, Belfast, Dublin, wherever I go, it's, I fucking love it. You know what I'm saying? But now just at this age and at this stage of my career, I know where I'm like kind of maturing, I'm growing up a little bit and whatever. It's going, let's take myself away from a situation where I've got everything at a phone call. You know what I mean? Let's put myself into a position where I don't know really many people going around. No, not many people know me. and I'm, People would recognize me and they'll go to this for food or whatever they call it. You're the belt or fighter or whatever. Yeah. But all I've got here is the gym. You know what I mean? And that, that that's what I need right now, just at my age, my kind of lifestyle, what I've got going on. I'm kind of getting money now. Everyone's kind of knowing who I am. And just want to be able to get achieve what I want to achieve. And then I can go back into that. I can go back into that unfair. You know what I mean? As you would call it. Yeah. Jimmy, how old are you? 23, 22? 24. So 24. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's wild, right? So I was kind of thinking about it, how – you got 12 professional fights and you came into Bellator at what, three and all, right? But like, yeah. if you look at like American sports, right? So kids, somebody come out of college, they're going to go to college, say they're playing football, basketball, even going to wrestle, right? They're going to graduate high school at 18. They're going to be like 22 before they're even trying to do something pro. And you're 12 fights deep at like yeah. kind of where the average person is getting it going, you know? Yeah. I've got uh, 30 fights in total, pro and amateur, or 20, 29, I think. Wow. So, yeah, uh, 15 and 3 is a, is a amateur, and then one is a pro, so whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's gnarly, man. Um, speaking, of, I was gonna say, speaking of Straban, so I thought it was wild when, you know, shout, first shout out to Ian for linking us up, man. That Ian is, I, I know you probably only worked with him a couple of times because he wasn't doing a lot of European shows, but yeah. dude, that guy is the best, man. I fucking love, he's actually done the podcast a couple of times, man. I fucking love yeah. him, man. So shout out to Ian for linking us up, man. But, yeah, you know, when, when we first talked, I was like, oh, I wonder if he's ever been to, you know, to the Oysters in Straban because I have no idea. I haven't been there. I don't know how big Straban is. And, and I was like, yo, you ever heard of this restaurant? And you're like, Kevin? I'm like, holy shit, man, you know? That's fucking wild. <laughs> is it, isn't it? Yeah, oysters are lovely, man. So it is always going there after a fight. You know, like, they always do, like, uh, kind of like venison and stuff like that. It's yeah. cold. So it is. It's kind of like uh, in Straban is probably, there, there's kind of like, there's loads of good restaurants in Straban. You got, like, the Hidden Pearl and stuff like that. And it's, like, kind of high-class food. But you can just go in off the street. Where oysters are a bit more like kind of fancy and shit, but it's, it's a good good place, so it is. I like it in there. Yeah, it's just it's just wild like that. I would, have, I, would, I, would, I would have a cousin there, and I thought like maybe you would know the restaurant, but like do you realize? Yeah. Kevin? I'm like, you know, years <laughs> since I've been a young dad knocking around. It's just a small place. I mean, everyone kind of knows everyone, and it's that kind of it's that kind of tight community vibe. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. why I've got so much support. You know what I'm saying? And it's good as well. And I always kind of go back and always try and do something for you know, the young people around and always try and you know, do well, what I can. So I overstep mark as well. Well, I remember seeing uh, when you were talking with Patty on his podcast and you were saying like, like girls would come to the knock on the door and shit and like just straight up like, oh, is James there? <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. The kids are crying and shit. And it was the same as well. Uh, I brought out like my new like tracksuit range and my friends tell me like there's little kids stopping them and going, oh, no, I'm saving up to get that and stuff. So what I do then to people like that is like I'll just find out their addresses and just surprise them. You know what I mean? I'll 
around and bits out and whatnot and stuff, just because I just remember what it was like being you no know, young fella and you're 10, 11, 12. I mean, I started training when I was 12 and I'm just getting into it and you're seeing people and you're looking up to them. And, and just when someone like that connects back with you, it's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And it's kind of like not even in, in my position. I, I'm rubbing shoulders with people who I used to sit down when I was a kid and my mum used to buy me videos of these people. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And now I'm walking past, I've got their phone numbers. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of sometimes I just have to sit down and take it back a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Because you can get ahead of yourself and you can be the man as I am. Do you know what I mean? I don't count that for one second, but I'm just me as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you have to be, I'm no different from that, you know, them, the young guys back home. That is me. I was that. Do you know what I mean? And now I just formed up to be who I am today. And and I always feel like I have to reconnect with them kind of people, the kids, and I'll go train down there and stuff like that. And I'll give them bits of good gloves or whatever, no bits of training gear. And it's just because I remember when I was that age, if someone did that to me, I would have got up the next morning, not couldn't wait to get into the gym with a pair of gloves that someone gave me or, yeah, or yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And then I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go there. I'm going to get to where they are now. And then you get up there and it's like, fuck that. I'm past that now. You know what I mean? I'm past them. And then you just go and go and go until it doesn't stop, until you're at the very top, until you can give back. You know what I mean? And that's where I am now. I'm, I'm climbing. I'm on my way. Well, yeah. I mean, you're you're 24. You've had three three main events. Is, is that right? Three. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and I mean, I got to imagine from here on out, you're no less than a co-main event, no matter what you're doing, you're, right? Like, yeah, uh, I, I've never been a, on the prelims, ever. That's wild, but, dude. Yeah, I have only... Uh, Bar one, one fight, one or bar one or two fights. I've always been a co-main event or main event. Yeah, I've never uh, so I haven't. So it's, it says a lot, you know what I mean. And it, and people can speak what they want about me, but I I don't see any any other fighters at, at the top of the division who are under 26, 27 that have done stuff like that and there is earning what I'm earning and stuff it, it, as quick as yeah. I am. Well, and you, you can count it out all you want. You know I mean, people can fucking write me out and they mightn't agree with some of the stuff I do, but if you want my results and you haven't got them, why are you slitting me? Do you yeah, know what I, mean? yeah. I, don't, I don't fucking get that, but it's what it is what it is. You know what I mean? I just try and keep myself to myself these days and keep the head focused and people can say and do what they want. I don't have any control of that. You know, the, champion, the champion of your division he's like i think he's 33 you know that'd be like 10 years from now you get in your first main event you know i mean it's it's a a totally different career trajectory and and uh and this comes with a lot of pressure i know like so i got linked up with ian and rich chow and mike hogan because as a guy from my gym my teammate my friend his name's brennan ward and he won the season nine tournament uh for when bell was still doing like all straight tournaments his dad owns the the gym out here and, uh, you know, they used to put him on like every show at Mohegan Sun, right? And they were wild, but there was also the side to him that was like, fuck, there's so much that comes along with fighting in the backyard. Cause like we live like 15 minutes from Mohegan Sun, you know, and we're selling, you know, I say we just cause I was helping him out, but I, I don't mean we at, at all. Brendan was selling the place out and it was another kid, heavyweight Josh Deakman, but they, at the same time, 
they were like, get me out of here because it's just, there's so many more distractions that come with the, the, the hometown. You know, do you, do you get that with yeah. Dublin? You know, the same thing. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's, it's like, yeah, it's awesome. You know what, you know, once it's finally over and you're on top of the cage and there's 8,000 people screaming your name, but the, the lead up to it, the, the whole, it's, it's gotta be nice to get out of there a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. See, the thing is, for me, is it's kind of like two worlds because I love that side of it. I love that world. Do you know what I mean? It fulfills me. It makes me feel good and stuff. But sometimes then it kind of like gets overbearing that it's taken away from the work. And when it starts taking away from work, you have to like get away from it. You know what I mean? And it's not that I'm too big to be there or nothing like that. You know what I mean? I'm walking on the street and no problem and stuff. But the fight day and all that kind of crack, it's heavy. Do you know what I mean? You have to you have to avoid it just to save your energy right. everyone but, wants uh, tickets last minute and shit and you know, yeah you know, what are you, you know doing that. afterwards and yeah pictures and all this kind of stuff yeah. and i i fucking love it it makes me feel good i mean the support and that but just now at this stage of my career is kind of there's no fans kind of at the shows anyway with covid and whatnot and stuff yeah. like that and just the distraction that i had in my outside life and you know, like hanging out on your with friends and you, know, you kind of get up in the bad company and people trying to pull you down because they think you're too big, you know what I mean? And it's kind of, and yeah, that's, I just didn't need that, you know what I mean? And I, I don't need that. So for the next, this year anyway, do you know what I'm saying? I, I just need to get away and get focused. And I'm kind of like at the, at the stage of my career where I, this is where I've all worked towards. Do you know what I mean? This is, this is it. No, I haven't, I'm not just not, there you know what i mean and even when i get belt up still so much more to do but i'm kind of at that stage where i have to flip that switch now and flip over and be successful and that's what i'm doing. i'm going to do whatever whatever i think's best and whatever to the best of my knowledge that i can do i'm going to do it what was uh, it like walking out to the empty stadium in your last fight against uh what's his name there the cal eleanor like you yeah. know was that wild this, uh, the the emptiness of it did it did it affect the do you feel like it affects your energy at all or no nah nah nothing like that I love the crowd you know what I, mean? I yeah. love walking out fishing this right rain and you walk out and you see fucking yeah. people on their feet giving it loads you know what I mean it, it's unbelievable but it was kind of sad but I, I liked it as well because it was kind of I was kind of getting to that stage where everyone I felt like no one in the game was taking me serious yeah. do you know what I mean? just looking at me or whatever and going, oh, that wasn't, that was a fluke or that guy was a nobody. And Cal's one of the best guys in Europe, you know what I mean? And yeah. he was a college jiu-jitsu guy and everyone's all the, the strangler and, and no disrespect to Cal, but I went in there and made it look easy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, that's what I liked was no pride that I was able to walk up in his face and go, it's just me. You know what I mean? Touch his glove and go, you're getting it. I was all there's no question in my mind. I was like, You're you're getting it tonight. And then we walked into the middle. And the ref was like, He's ready, he's ready. I was like, Let's do it, let's do it. I'm not it's not all talk no more. Yeah. And I went out and I made it look pretty easy. You know what I mean? I, I did a almost a flawless performance and and that's that's what I liked about it. You know what I mean? I could hear everything, I could he could feel that energy and I wanted him to feel it and he, and he did. Yeah. Um, when you're saying that people weren't taking you seriously, I feel I've always felt like you've kind of had been put in like a, a lose lose situation on a couple fronts. Like once, like people are gonna be like, "Oh, he's boys with Connor, so he's getting he's only getting this because of that." Or at the same time, if you don't succeed, they're gonna be like, "Oh, look, he had Connor and he didn't succeed." And then Bellator being in the situation that they are, where they can sign young prospects. 
the the balance between trying to get you matched up correctly coming up in your career versus people saying, oh, he hasn't fought anybody. You know, you look at like uh, Pico, right? And I mean, his first fight, I, I, I thought that was a terrible fight for him. You know, you just, you get guys like MVP and still he's whatever his record is and people are like, oh, he hasn't fought anybody except the one guy, except for Lima. And then he got started. It's, it's, a, it's a bad not a bad spot. It's, you're in a great spot, but it's a, a tough for, for the critics. It's like lose lose, no matter what you do. I feel like they're just like dealing it against you, they're man. Good. They're going to criticize you anyway, so there's no yeah, point. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I, I I don't give one fuck, man. To be honest, as long as in my heart and for my family, as long as I do what I set out to do for them and the people that support me, I'm not I'm not here to prove people wrong. You know what I mean? When you when you start proving people wrong, things go wrong. I'm out here to just do right for me, first of all. I'm not I'm not I'm not fighting for no one else but myself. I'm very selfish. Um just doing this all for myself. And I'm a family guy as well. So if I can give back to my family at times and then I will and they just support me and they don't want nothing for me. So I'm just out here to do this for me, make myself become a world champion is because it's a something that I, I want to be. And make my family proud. I want my mother and father to sit back and be like, that's our boy. That's who we raised up to be, that man today. And, and after that, mate, I want to do my coaches proud. You know what I mean? And yeah. after that, I don't oh, say what you want about me. Do you know what I mean? You're going to see it. If you don't say it, if you say it about me, then it means the guy over the road's getting the rest. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So say what you want. Do you know what I mean? But no one ever comes up to me in the streets or. Of course ever. not, dude. Not one person has ever, ever go. I've never had a bad word said to me in the street, only good. Do you know what I mean? So until people start coming up to me, like, hear me, maybe you should, you know what I mean? That that was a bit of a bad move you did, or that was a been a prick, or that was been a dickhead. Yeah. People start saying that, then I don't give a shit what people say. A quick break from one of our sponsors. The Shamrock Show is brought to you by the Second Chance Boxing Gym, Preston, Connecticut. If you're looking to be a fighter or just drop some pounds, come on, check out the Second Chance Gym, Preston, Connecticut. Coach Jody Sheely will hook you up, make sure you get the goals that you're looking for. Check them out on Facebook at the Second Chance Gym. It's where I train. Come on down, tell them Shamrock sent you. You get a day free just to check it out and see if it's for you. The Second Chance Gym, Preston, Connecticut. Um, so, speaking of, I, was, I mentioned MVP. Something that I feel like, so you had that dust up. I'm from Connecticut. You, you had that dust up with the kid, uh, Mike Kimball, right? And I don't, I don't know him. I've seen him around, but Connecticut being small, he's on the other side of the state. But what never really got talked about, you bodied MVP in that scuffle. You had double underhooked him and put him into the wall. And nobody talked about that. I'm like, yo, that's 170. MVP has been in my gym. He's, he's skinny, but he's, he's tall, man. And that's 170 pounder. You, you bodied him, dude. <laughs> that's, that's what I got out of that whole thing. Well, it's not all talk, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Say something. Oh, it's on. MVP is just trying to. You know what I mean, I've got nothing against MVP. I mean, man, no, he's, he's a he's a nice enough guy, man. He, he MVP, is, but I love MVP. Bits and yeah. I wasn't even that it was. I didn't even know he was in front, fucking front of me. Yeah, someone's in front of me, stopping me. So I was like, "Fuck this motherfucker!" I'm just bum. <laughs> Good luck. So I lifted him off the feet, but and then I put it. I was like, "Oh fuck, that's MVP." You know what I mean, it's constantly spinning, kick me in the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to keep that distance with him, man. But uh, but you know, obviously you wouldn't know this, but um, I think it was after Stepe Miocic and and Dorian Cormier had their had had no no it was uh Stepe and um Francis Ngannou they fought in Boston right and this is a couple years back. And afterwards, um, you know, me and my girl, we come out of the arena, we were at the fights, and I see Tom Egan, um, and he was with Mike Kimball. Mike Kimball hadn't 
had just signed to Bellator, but he hadn't fought then. And immediately he, he was like, oh, you know, Tom was like, yo, this is my, this is my man, Mike. He's going to be the next big thing. And, and Kimball started talking about you right then. And that's before he even had a fight in Bellator. He had, for whatever reason, he, he thought that he was going to come up on you. Man, them two boys are as fake as each other. So they are. It's absolutely... I don't know. I'll skip on. I'll skip on giving my opinion. My opinions are relevant. Yeah, no, 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 no. I just wanted. To, you know, you don't even need to say anything. I'm just let you know that I, I was kind of shocked by that. But, but that. Uh... It's crazy that right, mate. We hear this. It's kind of. I'm not like a sectarian person. Do you know what I mean? You are what you are. I'm an Irish man through and through. If you're not, you're not. As long as you've respect for me, I've got respect for you. No, when sometimes in Americans you don't really get the kind of political scene like back home or whatever, and it's the same. I've got friends from every religion and back each side of the border. I've got friends who are Catholics. I've got friends who are Protestants. I've got friends who live in the UK. I've got friends that live in Northern. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't give a shit. If you disrespect me, then you'll fucking know about it. But if you don't disrespect me, I won't disrespect you. And I am what I am. You are what you are. But Mike Kimball wouldn't. He wouldn't know this. He's never yeah. been in Ireland. He's a young kid. Right. Troubles are before my time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like my parents' fucking generation. All them people, they know all about it inside. Oh, I just know when you're growing up, people, you know, your teenagers would act a little bit and say a few things. And it's never shite. You know what I mean? I was never involved in anything yeah, like man. that. And it's not, it's not like that back home. But on the 12th of July, it's a day where Protestants yeah. celebrate their day. Yeah. And yeah. obviously, I respect to them so go and celebrate your day do what you do it's not nothing to me i'm doing my thing you know what i'm saying and uh no disrespect and then on the 12th of july i get this video from mike kimball and it's like uh like the orange order marching yeah. and it goes happy 12th motherfucker and i just sat back and i saw no problem mate whatever yeah. thanks <laughs> you know what i mean whatever i'm not celebrating nothing. i'm just chilling you know what i mean yeah. but whatever and uh that was tom egan him, do you know what I mean? Tom Egan knows me, knows me. We live together in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen, I've seen like in the, in the Notorious movie and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So to be someone, to try and teach someone to get under someone's skin over a reason like that, which you just can't get under my skin about it anyway, because he, I know he didn't even know what, he didn't understand what he was talking about. So yeah. how can you insult someone when you don't know what you're under, what, no, you don't even know what you talk about. But Tom fucking knows. Do you know what I mean? So that's where that's where I have the problem. Is kind of going. That's. Do you know what I mean? You're giving trying to tell people how to get in like political, religious things. Yeah. Just say you're going to fuck me up. You know what I mean? Like I'm no problem with that. But just doing that there is that's a move I've got a problem with. Do you know what I mean? Tom's a comes from Dublin. We lived together. We're in Vegas, etc. He knew where I stands, and I know where he stands, and he's a pussy. That's what he is. Well, uh, Americans in general, right? So my, my mother, you know, she, more information than I need in my life, but she was conceived in Ireland, but she was born here. Her parents are from Ireland. And then my dad is first generation here. But I didn't know, I went to Ireland for the first time in 2012 to Belfast. And that's when I, you know, when I was 32 or something, that's when I learned about the history. Like as an American, yeah. he, would, he wouldn't even have any idea. Yeah, the, even, no, and I lived right. there on. I grew up in the, I grew up in a border town, do you right. know what I mean? So there was 
Right. Some- like like my co- to my cousins to them it's nothing but like my aunt and uncle they they kind of gave me all the background you know my grandmother sent me home with my little dairy you know thing here yeah it, it, it's something I pay attention to that I just because I think it's interesting to me but I know that for this generation it's it's not a thing but but yeah the kid um, my Kimball would have no idea even what he's talking about but exactly. well it all stopped when I was born you know what I mean like right, they right. stopped toys or something like that you know what I mean when I was like fucking three or whatever. There's some people that uh, you you're as well just leave them to their own devices, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, yeah, you got there saying all that dusty and see so, yeah, after Jimmy. You know I, mean? I just got I got no time for people who do you know I mean why did he not tell him what it was like at, at training? Do you know what I mean? Why not give him a bit of scope and that? You know what I mean? There's no need to get into something that he thought I would have got cracked on, on there. Do you know what I mean? That's 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 not how I am and that's not how I was brought up, you know what I mean? And my father always told me if anyone ever tried to involve you in, in politics and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? And you, you just let them at it, do you know what I mean? You, you can't get under your skin like that. I am who I am. And yeah. no matter what you say, you're, it's not going to change. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't change that. <laughs> um, on a little bit lighter note, I wanted to ask you, have you been driving over there in Kansas City? Oh, yeah. See, I, I've been coming over here since being like, not to America, like, uh, but I've been driving on the upside of the road since I've been like 17. Oh, really? So, yeah, because I used to, when I was a kid, I used to go to Iceland and stuff for like. Oh, and like, they, they, yeah, they, they, drive, they in, drive on the right side over there too. Yeah, the Ireland, UK, Australia, and China, I think, are the only places that drive on the left side. So it is. Oh. So I, I'm pretty used to it. I actually find it easier here. I'm yeah. better driving. It's an M back home. <laughs> well, my story, right? So a few years back, I went, I, I rented a car in Dublin, right? Right over uh, by, by the old SBG on the Nas Road, right? So I had been, I had been four times, but I hadn't driven, but I had my girl and my stepdaughter and we drove from Dublin to Belfast to Derry. And then she had family in Kerry, right? So we, I did the whole, yeah, my first time driving over there, but I got down to Kerry and we got these roads that are like back-ass country roads. Yeah. And, and, and in some little village, right, I hit a, a truck, like scraped all down the side of the car. And of course, I, I, had, I had turned down the insurance in Dublin, right? So I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't need the insurance. And then got this big scrape. So we took it, like we covered it with mud and I brought it back, you know, and then we dropped the car off. The guy was like, I was like, yo, I told my girl, get the Uber. And the guy was like, hey, wait. I was like, yo, see you later, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to watch this video and I said, they're going to be calling you up and be like, here, man, you owe us 500 quid for that. Yeah, yeah. I can never rent a car in Ireland ever again. I actually even got, they, they tried to, I got a Facebook request one day and I click and I look and it was some girl from Dublin. I'm like, who's this? And I look at her job title and she was like regional director for Enterprise or something. Yeah, look, it happened to me here. I, I, when I came here a few months ago, I went to, I got my management team in part time. I was like, uh, or whatever. It was like a, yeah. when I rent a car. And they were like, oh, go, go, the Enterprise or whatever. So I rocked up, booked it all online, whatever, got the car for the time. And uh, I went in and they're going, you're blacklisted because you owe like 400 and some dollars. Yeah. I was like, I owe money. I was like, I don't owe anyone money. That's one thing about me. I hate all money. So I, I never owe anyone any money. I don't finance. I don't fucking, what, you know what I mean? Like I don't have bills. Or, like I don't have a lot of debt or anything like that. I yeah. fucking hate that. And, uh, I, was odd. I looked at the guy, I was like, I don't know your money, mate. Do you know what I mean? He was all you definitely do. So I was there for over 20 minutes trying to argue. And I go to him, when was this? And he was like, 10 years ago. I was like, you tell me I owe you 400 quid from when I was 14. 
Yeah. I was like, I wasn't even, in, I've never been to America when I was 14, man. So how the fuck can I rent a car for me? But they blacklisted me off their system because of my license. And they said 10 years ago that I owe this. I was like, motherfuckers, I have to go and buy a fucking car. Now I hear someone going to buy one today. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> cool. They said, yeah, it's good out here. I'm enjoying it. So it's good just floating around, you know what I mean? Peaceful and that. So it's good. Can stay focused. It's a big city, yeah, Kansas City, or no? Uh, it's very spread, oi. Do you know what I mean? No, but like Dublin's a big city, but Dublin's like just you no know, Dublin City's Dublin City. Yeah. It's where I've got like different little parts here. Do you know what I'm saying? So you can kind of go like one's parts like very businessy kind of area, and then the other parts like kind of your bars, restaurants, and all that kind of spots. And it's just you no, know, it's very like spread out. But yeah, it's a pretty big place. It surprise you that Kansas City is not in Kansas because I I was like 99% sure, but when I wanted to check the time, right, I was like, there, you know, what's there the, is. I was like, what's the there's, time in Kansas? And I'm like, wait, no, I need to check Missouri. <laughs> yeah, but there's Kansas City, Kansas, and then there's Kansas City, Missouri. That's fucked up, isn't it? And it's oh, only shit. like over there. It's like 20 minutes. I couldn't no believe way. it. I was driving there, like, oh, you going into Kansas City? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, no, you're you're in Missouri. I'm like, yeah, no, Kansas City. And they're like, yeah, but that's not Kansas City, Kansas. I'm like, there's too many Kansases going on here, man, for me to <laughs> process this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to book that, man. I mean, that's even the first time I went to Dublin, right? I didn't realize the scope of Dublin. And I, I booked a hotel in um, Clondalkin, right? And I was, I, I thought, I was like, oh, it's in Dublin, you know, but that's fucking. The city? A nightmare. Yeah, and, and that it was a nightmare because it was like, I could take the bus into town for like, you know, three quid or whatever, but it took like an hour because it stops everywhere or it was like 40 bucks for a freaking cab every day back and forth. You know, it was, it was like the worst decision I ever made in my life. You know, but. you just hop on the list, give a fake name, know the little loose, little trash. <laughs> <laughs> and the well, boys come, just say you're from, just give a different address, give your next door neighbor's address. I'm already banned from enterprise. I don't want to not be able to get on the train. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I can't get blackballed. You're, you're going to go through yeah. customs the next time. You're like, I'll meet you a few grand deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stuff. Uh, um, so you are fighting May 7th, yeah? Because mm, I'm back up in Connecticut. Yeah, I dude, I wish that you could be here for uh, a full arena because we we got a big base here for MMA in Connecticut. Like it, it, the place sells out. It's bigger than the three. Because I've been to, I went to a Bellator show. You were on crutches. You were there, but it was when Connor smacked uh, MJ from Bellator. But I, I was oh, like, yeah. at that show. You know, in the Mohegan, crazy. we got a. a it's even bigger than that it fills up man you you would but that you would wasn't the that, that wasn't the full arena that night they oh, okay. it. yeah so they do when i fight they open up the full arena gotcha, so they gotcha. do. yeah it's a it's well, a like ten nine and a half thousand people holds yeah but uh, yeah that was a fun night when i was there uh sinead starts somebody and then uh charlie ward start, charlie yeah, ward yeah, killed that John, guy she uh, like a pander one out that night didn't she she like she uh, she like knocked her out cold. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. In the hammer yeah. fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good, but yeah, I was hoping to, I was hoping to catch you fight. And then Peter, too, man. I was before I die, I'll be part of zombie in that arena, dude. That's a dope as shit, man. That's well, so it is. That's a that's how I walk out. So it is. It's just the hours you get behind that song. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking. It's like good when the hairs be standing in the back of your neck. 
Yeah, you killed it on the last one too. The free, the free, free from desire. Yeah, yeah, the robe. You came out with the robe, dude. No one in MMA does a robe. You came out with the robe. Uh, that shit that was, was the first fucking one dope. There's a few people who've done it now. So there's yeah. Callum his last fight when he fought me. He wore one. I uh, think weak, MVP weak. has wore one as well. All right, I can see that. I can see MVP it, in a it, robe, but, but you got to you got to stick with that, man. That's that's that's, that's good, MVP, man. That's, no, that's what's up. My first main event when I was uh. My first main event when I was in Dublin. Yeah. So I'm literally hours out from my fight, right? So I'm and I'm sitting, I'm just chilling with the boys, having a laugh, or whatever. And we put on Muhammad Ali, and he comes out with like the black and white robe. Yeah. And I was like, I want that. So yeah, I, I need to get that for tonight. And so then there's a this store back in Ireland, uh, called Fight Store. Yeah. yeah. So Claire runs it. So I, I rang up Claire. I was like, Claire, she's like doing, she's busy, you know, the shows and she's selling merchandise, whatever. Like, Claire. Please do me a big favor. Can you get me that the the, the, the robe? And so I can get you one, but there's like a name or something on the back of it. Like maybe it's like Sure Ray or, or something like this. Yeah. And I was like, well, it has to say this Strip Animal. And she just looked and she said, oh, fuck's like you owe me. So, so within an hour, she went up, went, got brought it to like a printer, got the Strip Animal on it and brought it back. That was the white one. That was against Stephen Graham, the first main event. Yeah. And I told no one, John, no one knew that I, w- I was doing it. And I just pulled it out and the whole place stood up and I was like, ah, mate, that's popping off. I was like, that had never been done before. You know what I mean? No one in MMA wore the robe and it was it was cool. And then after that, then I started getting like diamonds and stuff. I actually started paying a few quid yeah, for them yeah. and getting diamonds and all that stuff put onto them. So the robe, the robe's going to stick, I think. Yeah, no, no, I, I love it, dude. And like I said, it, it's a, it's original. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. commonplace in boxing, but in MMA, it never made the uh, transition for whatever reason. And it's, it's good because when you came out right and you got the hood up and you got the tricolor and your backs to the crowd and, and before yeah. this music came on, man, like, like that's a moment, dude. That, like, that's it like that's like a. That's a yeah. my- and you're just standing there, I swear to God, it's kind of like people think you're like, you no, know, when people watch you on TV and shit, they kind of start thinking, oh, they're just. They're just people that do that. You know what I mean? It's like, no, nah, man, I'm just like everyone else. You know what I mean? I'm just like you. Do you know what I mean? I go back and put my feet up and sit and have a laugh with my mom and dad and whatever as well. You know what I mean? It's just normal. So when you're standing there and you're facing, you hear the, like, you can feel the crowd. Do you know what I mean? At your back and singing and cheering. And you're looking back into just the wee black fucking bit at the at the thing. Man, that's a, that's a moment that just for your mind you're going i'm going to turn around here and i face ten and a half thousand people on their feet and i have to go out here and knock a bollocks of this cunt it's kind of like that's like the best moment i've ever felt in my life and it's just something i, I can't even put into words i mean i get this bumps like i'm fucking i don't know if you can see the hairs are standing on the arm here speaking about it so there it's the it's surreal man and it, it just like humbles me or something it, it humbles me but also makes me feel like the man because I am the man, do you know what I mean? But it just makes me realize that um, everything I've done in my life was for this, you know what I mean? And it's all been worth it, dropping out of school, giving up my whole teenage, you know, the teenage life, you know what I mean? That 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 lifestyle when you're a teenager, not being going out with friends and all this crack. And I give up all that, you know what I mean? I didn't have much of a, a childhood or you know, my, my early, my early you know, through my, my teenage years. I didn't have a childhood there. Do you know what I mean? I was just away training and it's yeah. all paid off me. So it has, it's fucking worth every goddamn bit of it. Just being away from my parents. And I remember being in Vegas with Connor and my granny was dying with cancer at the time. And I've been on FaceTime just seeing her deplete. And 
it usually like break you know not break me but it's made me who I am today and I don't regret it at all you know what I mean I, I'm making these people proud today by making the commitments that I have made and it's a good feeling it's when you face out then you face that crowd and you go oh, this was worth every fucking bit of it walk out there strangle some cunt and then you see my mother run into the crowd come into the cage with me my dad's in my corner and got John and everyone else Kiefer and the boys and it's paid off so it has it's worth it if I don't make anything else I, I've I've done I've done it do you know what I mean I'm happy I've made the most like I've made them surreal moments in my life that I'm going to carry forever everything else is just a bonus do you know what I mean I'm I'm going to die trying to be a world champion and stuff but I'm living my dream mate I'm living my fucking dream <laughs> that's fucking awesome man I, I yeah but you know my whole point was like, I wish you could get that in Connecticut because in the Northeast here, we got a lot, of, there's, you know, there's a, a lot, large, ugh, I can speak, a large Irish American population up here. Like, I'm so, I'm surprised. I don't know if the logistics are that they haven't tried to bring you into a, like a Boston show or like something, but. Um, yeah. I fought Madison Square Garden. I'm the, like, one yeah, of the yeah, 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 yeah. That was quality, man. That was the moment that I was like, I, I can be everything I think of. So it was, that was the, that that moment. Um, uh, Leona Machida, my, my uncle, got me into karate when I was like six or seven. Yeah. And uh, he then went and fought MMA. Uh, my uncle, Kevy, he's my dad's brother. He was in my yeah. corner for that fight. And uh, he we, he was like, introduced me to MMA. He's like, come out, come out, watch them and stuff. And he's like, these boys came from karate and now they do this, do you know what I mean? It's better, it's more violent, you can knee them, you can elbow them, and, it's, and I was like, yes, let's watch that. And we used to just watch Leoto Machida, and I used to watch all the documentaries about his family, and his brother, and do you know what I mean, Chinzo, and drinking shit. Drinking the piss. And, yeah, drinking the piss. <laughs> like, like proper martial, you know what I mean? Because coming from karate, I was a, a proper martial artist, you know what I mean? As much as I'm a, as a prize fighter, I'm a, I'm a martial artist at heart. And the, uh, Man, and the Bowser texts me, like, do you want to fight Chins with Machida in Madison Square Garden? I was just like, fuck. Do you know what I mean? This is, that's that's my idol's brother. You know what I mean? Not only his, his big brother. You know what I'm saying? So, man, when I, when I accepted that, I was just, let's get to work here. And I went out and did it like, you know what I mean? I did it as if it was nothing. And that well, was what? the that's literally like the saying, right? You want to train till your idols become your rivals kind of thing. You know what I mean? And ex-John, that's what John told me. John yeah. just replied to me. It was all, well, train until your idols become your rivals, mate. And this is where you're at now. And you, remember, busted him, you busted him up in the stand-up too before you submitted him. You know, yeah. I, like that, that's, that's, oh, yeah, like, yeah. And, and the, the good thing is about doing karate and it's kind of where I got the, when you, when karate people, they kick, and always land with a punch. Do you know what I mean? So I knew how to pressure him into kicking. And I knew as soon as he kicked, just the takedown's there because he's going to punch. And uh, it's to stop you from punching him. And so when he kicked me, I just felt the kick coming, whoop, dipped underneath it. And I was like, yeah, I've got the timing for that. And he didn't expect me to know that kind of timing. Do you know what I'm saying? But I went to work for that one. I went to Iceland, trained with the national karate team, and I left. I left no stone unturned for it. And just after it, then I, I remember the the turning moment for me was when I walked out there and I faced crowd, and the crowd was blown up or whatever. And I walked straight over into his face, so I did bowed in front of him and I raised my hand and I go to him, "You're done in one," like this. And then I looked up and seen his big brother just staring over the cage. 
And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like kind of, do you know when you're younger and you would have like uh, stole your brother's shoes or something and then yeah. you hear the door and you're going bollocks or your mom asked you to do something and you didn't do it and you're going bollocks and you're trying to do it, you know what I mean, before it comes because you know she might beat fuck out of you. That, that was like one of those moments I was like, bollocks, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I just stepped back and I was going, Let's fucking go, boys. That's yeah. what I said in my head. Let's fucking go. I was all the Machitas, is it? I was all this is the fucking Gallagher's. Let's let's go. You can't stop me. You know what I mean? I'm gonna bring you what I'm about. And uh and I just went out and, and did it. Do you know what I mean? And it was that was the moment where I realized I, I, I can I can do what I want now. Do you know what I mean? I, I can I can put my if I put my mind to it, I'm gonna do it. Well, even as a fan for me watching that fight, like, you know, I was nervous for you in the stand-up because I, you know, I hadn't really seen much of Machinzo. But after you the Machida, I was like, fuck, this guy, he's going to be so nasty standing up. And then I saw you busting him up. I was like, oh, he's got it, man. You know what really? I mean? It's, it, it is. That is a big turn. And Madison the biggest arena in the world. Not the biggest size-wise, but, the you know, Madison Square Garden is Madison Square Garden, yeah. man. You know? And that's the thing about me, man, is even amidst the grappling and all, it's going to show soon. I just haven't proved well, I have that. Oh, if you know me, you know me, and you know what I'm about. But man, you see, when I when I'm meeting, you know, like coming over here and training with people, they just look at me and go, "Holy fuck! Like you're you're just you're good. I mean, you are what you say you are." And and a lot of people don't realize that until they feel it. And and that's in May seven. It's going to be like that. So it is. It's going to be like that. And. I'm not invincible, so I'm, not, I'm definitely not invincible, but I am every fucking thing I think of and everything I say I am, and that's one thing for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the part of the fight game is no one goes undefeated. I mean, it's almost impossible, you know, and, and the real fans of fight, like, to me, a loss is a, like watching a fighter. I just want to see guys fight each other who, you know, like, and put it out there. The, the loss doesn't necessarily mean anything it's not like boxing where a guy's 25 and 0 because he's fought nobody he loses once and everyone's oh that guy sucks you know what i mean like mma the fan the fans know like loss is a part of the growth and you know we've seen since the one loss you had you ate it like it was nothing you know no excuses you just came out and did it and and now i think you, you got like the biggest fight you know rankings wise you win this fight you got to be next for archuleta yeah 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 definitely that's that that is it so it is i'm gonna go be patchy then I'm gonna fight one. So because I can't fight one man, I've got a lot of respect for one. He's a uh, he's very good. So he's very good. Um, uh, just his work rate, and I just like I like what he's about. You know what I mean? He's about it. So he is, and and none of the rest of them are. None of the fucking rest of them are. And he's the champion of my division. Do you know what I mean? He's got everything I want. Do you know what I mean? So uh, if anyone that I'm gonna, you know what I mean, I'm speaking facts. Not one of them are about it, and I respect one because I know he is, and he knows I am. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And we've got that respect for each other, and that one's going to be good. But I'm not overest. I'm not under uh, overlooking Patchy Mix. So I'm. I've got a hard, hard fight on my hands, and that's good because I'm fucking hard. So yeah. I'm, and that's what I need. So it is. I want these hard fights because that's that's me. I I am. I'm up there. I'm at that level, and. Uh, on May seventh, I'm gonna shock everyone else. Not not that I I don't care to shock anyone, but I'm just gonna go out there and prove to myself that like once again this is this is who I am and this is what I'm doing and I'm going all the way. 
what do you see in Patchy Mix? He's another guy who gets a lot. He's he's supposed to have a nice jiu-jitsu game, you know. I, I've I've looked at his record. I've only seen him fight twice. I don't really know much. I, I thought he was a Brazilian guy, actually. I thought the name Patchy Mix. I was like, he's got to be from Brazil. I'm like, oh, no. he, he, do you know on his birth certificate he's called Patrick? Yeah, the, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know that until I looked it up before when I saw you had you were gonna fight him and it's. This kid's name's Patrick from New York. I had no idea. I was like, oh, this, guy, this guy's from Sao Paulo for sure, you know? He won't call himself Patrick, so he won't think of his wife, Pachi. The fucking fool. Imagine being embarrassed by the name that your own mother gave you. You know what I mean? That's, for a start, that says a lot about someone. Do you know what I mean? That you're embarrassed of the name that your own mother birthed you. That you have to change it. You know what I'm saying? He went and changed it. Like, legally he's changed his legally name? Legally changed it. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so he did him. Uh, one of the Bell- one of the fighters in uh, Bellator, who was it? Was it Juan, maybe? Maybe it was Juan. Or, no, it wasn't Juan. It wasn't Juan. There was someone in here I, I was speaking to, and he told me that they, they, uh, they, the Ali, it was something to do with his manager, told them he was my management, told me that something happened, and his birth name was uh, Patrick and he legally went and changed it, so it is. So that that says uh, a lot about someone's character when they when they can't respect the, their own mother with the name that they give them. Must eat you alive. You know, he's another guy who's known for getting people's backs and, and strangling them. You know, I, I think that when when you go take this win you know i think it's going to show a lot you know i, I think it, i think it's meaningful i think it's really really meaningful he's a, he's a big dude too he looked like i guess juan he looked big yeah. he got big legs big yeah he's long so he's yeah. but he says he i know he's a he strangled everyone and that's his thing do you know what i mean and i respect that and i'll go to the i'm gonna go to the floor with no problem yeah yeah but he, he's tweeted saying he's gonna knock me out i'm like mate let's get one thing straight like Every fight you've been in, he's jumped on, and that's not. I'm not. I'm not saying, oh, you're a pussy for jumping on legs or you no know, diving on takedowns. I take everyone down. That's my thing, and that's what I do. But don't say you're going to knock me out when we all know you're going to just jump on a takedown and the first fucking pop, right, first right. range you're going to jump on a takedown. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see if he carries his balls in there and does what he says. So it is because. If he comes to knock me out, I'm gonna flatten him, mate. I'm gonna flatten him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock his jaw off and make a lot of people's jaws drop. And uh, that's uh, that's the work I've been doing out here. So I have it's gonna be like second nature to me in there. It's gonna be like a walk in the park, and he's gonna be tense. He's gonna be angry, pacing back and forward, looking like he's gonna cry. And I'm gonna be in there having fun. You know what I mean? It's gonna be fun in there. I'm gonna be peppering him. I'm gonna be. No poking at him, I'm gonna be fucking. He's gonna feel it. So he is he's gonna feel it? That's for sure. I'm not gonna say too much on here, but I'm looking yeah. forward to when a man changes their own name that their mother gives him. He ain't standing up with me at all. If I, you know, what I mean, he ain't switching up. He ain't switching up. He's going back straight to what he knows because he's a pussy. You know what I mean? And he's not about it. He's not really about it. He acts like he's about it. He's too emotional. I'm going to be too calm. Any any move I make, he's going to be flinching. He's going to be trying to be a step ahead rather than just being in the moment. I'm going to be in the moment. So I'm going to be there and just in the flow of it. And uh, it'll show. That's why, it's, that's why it's the Jimmy show, right? Exactly. I mean, hard work's going to show off. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm looking forward <laughs> to you know what I'm really looking forward to is getting the belt. 
and then any any hitters know that as the or whatever just walking up to them like you're all talk man <laughs> you're all fucking talk <laughs> who's gonna be in your corner that night uh john cabin and james Christ. yeah he's gonna have, yeah. gonna have both the guys out yeah yeah that's the there's no better team than that is there not you got two of the top class coaches you know what i mean uh, John's brought me up from when as a kid, give me fucking everything, and, and now I'm out here training with James. You know what I mean? So uh, I've got the best of everything, mate, and I'm very thankful for the team that I've got around me. And He didn't, he didn't have any problem with you coming over, making the move, yeah? No, of course not. Do you know what I mean? He do what's best for me. Do you know what I mean? And that's what a good coach does. A good coach does what's best for his student. Do you know what I mean? And he could just see that I needed to get away and – get my mind to a different place and have none of them distractions and and stuff and also he knows the level of James and the guys over here so he knows that my work is good and him and James go back and forward and stuff and that's awesome man yeah so it is I got the best of both worlds man do you know what I mean and I'm, I'm, I'm good I'm in a good position and I've got money I'm young I can travel I've got nothing else and I'm about to put it all on the line bro what's uh Speaking of that, you're being young. What's your plan after fight? Do you have Do you have any business ventures going on? I know, uh, you you know, I know you got um, a deal with the clothing company that just came out, and I know on your website you've got your own. I'll put all the links up for both of that stuff for you. But yeah. What's What's life after fighting for James Gallagher? Yeah, I'm gonna go into a property. Um, I would say a property, and then now I've got a little the clothing little venture going on and stuff like that, and I'm gonna be dabbling in a few other things in, in the next while, but uh me is kind of the, the most interesting one I, i've got is property so i do so uh, i'm starting to like it i'm just a it's kind of something that i'm a bit it's really interests me you know how it works and everything so for the last while like last year or so i've just been like kind of studying it and trying to figure it out you know different countries and different places and asking people and that and now I've just, i'm starting to buy back home and then when you start renting out houses and that kind of thing so that, that that's something that i'm looking to develop and get good at do you know what I mean? Because that's a skill. And so I'm looking forward to now I'm just dibbling and dabbling in it. But after I'm done fighting, uh, I'm definitely going to get good at that. That's what's up, man. I, you know, I, I love talking to you. I don't want to keep you all day. I know you got to go buy a yeah, car. I, and I have to go run here. So I do. Yeah, something. yeah. Let me just, I'm going to hit you with a couple quick questions. All right. Let's do it. Get, you, for some reason, a scenario is for some reason, you've ended up in the Temple Bar area, a bunch of drunk tourists. You're going to get in a fight. Who are you bringing, John Kavanaugh or Sinead Kavanaugh? Oh, man, that's Sinead. Me and John will chill by the side and let Sinead deal with whoever it is. <laughs> <laughs> that situation may well take. Me and John will have a beer while Sinead deals with him. <laughs> she that, doesn't that, need our that, help or distractions. That, that, that's the bar playing Kavanaugh, right? <laughs> oh. Me and John will have a beer while she deals it. <laughs> Sinead's a, oh, man, I love Sinead. Yeah, yeah like, I, I linked up with her when she came over here. She had a rough, she got stopped on a cut. It sucked. It was a bad, you know, I felt terrible for her. But, you know, I linked up with her when she was here, man. She's good people for sure. Yeah, she needs one of the real ones. So she is. Um, worst excuse, Deontay Wilder's walkout being, his his walkout suit being too heavy or Paulo Costa's wine <laughs> the night before? Man, that's not Paulo Costa's excuse. Do you know whose excuse that is? Do you see that little fucking twat in his corner with the stupid glasses? Eric? That fucking clumpet. I swear to God, man. See all his fighters? All of them are all solid killers. 
they would be so much better without that stupid little twerp in their corner, man. I swear to God, telling them in, dragging people down. You should fight him, fight him. It's like, listen, you fucking fight. Do you know what I mean? Run around there where you're a stupid fur coat all stupidly ripped in. Man, he's an absolute clumpet. I swear to God, if there was, he's a cancer to MMA. That's what he's like. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> I love these. I'm gonna smack him someday. I swear to God. So um, because all all of his fighters, the pitbull boys, man, they're beasts. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I got I got respect for all those guys because they get in there and do it. Do you know what I mean? And what what's the other guy? He fucking I should know his name. He calls me out. Well, his fucking little fill of a coach calls me out. The he's in my division. Yeah. I, I, uh, there was that press conference they were talking about, and when you and yeah. Peter were, uh, yeah, yeah, I can't think. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name either. But, but um, like him, he's very good. Like they're they're all good good fighters. But you do know that they would be taken seriously if that fucking clumpet wasn't anywhere near them. That's what I, I don't know because they're all like solid fighters. I'm going, boys. You just need to get all away from that clumpet. He's just running you down. Do you know what I mean? He's making you all look like clowns. No one, Costa, I was too drunk. John Jones is out there and lines off strippers' horses, and he's no excuse for doing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what the? You know what I mean? You got to get too much wine in one. Like, oh, I don't. You know what I mean? That that's that little clump in their corner. He's oh, mate, tell tell him you were you were drunk. You look like the man I was out drinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like John Jones is still going there and whip her ass after being on the session for three days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So we're, we're going to go with Deontay Wilder is the worst excuse. I'm going to say that then. Um, <laughs> yeah, make, make, sure your, make sure your robe doesn't weigh 40 pounds when you go. Out. I don't want you too tired because your robe was too heavy. Um, what's the worst Irish accent in a movie you've ever seen? Or the best, either one? I don't know. I don't, I'm not really a big movie guy, to be honest. No? I don't really. Um, yeah. I'm not really... And if I was watching it, it wouldn't even come into my head, you know what I mean? To be like, oh, that's a shit accent or whatever. I'm not, I don't know. I don't really, I feel like uh, when, when I'm in a position that, and I'm pitting like eye contact, do you know what I mean? So who the fuck am I to tell someone after that they're accent shit? You know what I'm saying? So that, that's the kind of mentality that I've got about everything is kind of, if I, if I can't do it better, then I, I, won't, I won't really speak about it. Well, that was going to be my next question. Can you do an American accent? Nah, <laughs> I've been work. I've been working on my Belfast accent, but I, I, I'm not willing to debut that yet. But uh, well, see, I've been traveling since I've been about fourteen, I think. Yeah, and I don't even got like a Straban accent. I don't even got a Belfast accent. I don't even got a Dublin accent. So I don't mind. I don't know. It's fucked. It depends who I'm, I'm speaking to, and it, I can't help it. Just speak away to people. I'll pick up the phone to me down. I'm like, yes, that was a crack. How's it gone? Blah blah blah. And then I'll go then and speak to fucking someone from Iceland or wherever it is. And I'll speak slower and like kind of like this because I know when I speak normal, they're going to ask me, they're going to be like, what, what'd you say? And I don't got time for that. You know what I mean? I'm telling you what I'm telling you. understand it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you, you learn very quick. All right, James, man, I won't take up any more of your time, dude. I really, really appreciate you coming through to do this, bro. It was great catching up with you and, uh, can't wait to have you in here in Connecticut breaking necks and cashing checks, dude. Yeah, yes, man. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be on and looking forward yeah. to catching Connecticut. All right, man. Have great training, man. I'll see you soon. All right. See you later. The Shamrock Show is brought to you by Beard Octane. Check out beardoctane.com or Beard Octane on all your favorite social media sites. Use code SHAMROCK10 for 10% off your purchase. Beardoctane.com. I like your beard.